Hi, Filmatics. Welcome to the show. Today, we have an amazing guest, one of my favorite animation supervisors ever, Marshall Lee Tumay. Marshall is a supervising animation artist, and he's known for Aladdin, Lion King, Hercules, Beauty and the Beast, Tarzan, and Atlantis, and many others. But let's welcome Marshall Lee Tumay to the show. Marshall, welcome. Thank you so much. I love that introduction. That was great. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Marsha, can you let everyone know where um, you're recording live today um, from? Where I'm from? I'm in Simi Valley, California. Oh, Simi Valley. Oh, so it's it's a hot mm -hmm. day we have in here, right? How Simi Valley? Nice weather? You know, today is absolutely beautiful. It's a little windy, but it is just beautiful out here today. It's California. It's California. It's, you know, <laughs> it's going to be the same pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah. And um, so uh, I don't know if our audience knows, but I'm just going to give them a little secret ahead of time. So you're from Kansas City, Missouri. So over there, is it is it going to is it cold over there right now? Yes, it's winter and there's about six, seven inches of snow there, I think, right now. My, my brother usually doesn't like to talk to me during the winter because I'm always laughing at him. So I, <laughs> we don't talk a lot. <laughs> we'll talk in the spring. <laughs> okay. All right. Because uh, they get a lot of snow there, probably shoveling snow in front of his doorway and off yes. the driveway. Wow. That's right. Yeah. So I want to ask you, growing up, um, what was one of your favorite childhood films that you can remember that you just, like, loved? Uh, the movie that grabbed me was Pinocchio. We went to the movies to see it, and I sat close to the, I was sitting on the second row in the center, it just happened to be, and that movie came on, and it was incredible. It was it was the most beautiful piece of movie artwork I had ever seen, and I saw Snow White, which I thought was good, and it was different, and wow, this is great, and this is at the movies, and this is in the 50s, I think. Um, so the movies had been out a long time, of course, but that was the one that got me. And the other one, they got me, and I'm going to say this as quickly as I can, were the Looney Tunes cartoons. Watching them on TV, growing up, wow. They were fantastic. They they made a mark on me, those two things. So what, which, which TV show was it? All of the Looney Tunes cartoons, the Bugs Bunnies, the, you know, the Tweety Birds, the Sylvesters, the, you know, all of those characters, and those, they were fantastic. They show them every once in a while nowadays. I love looking at them. Okay, so it was the Looney Tunes. So, yeah, the Looney Tunes. Yes. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, as a kid, those are so fun to watch. And so Pinocchio really grabbed your attention. The little magical boy, Pepetto. And that's, that's Italian, right? You know, I, I by now you guys know I was born in Italy. My mom's Italian. So we call <laughs> Pinocchio Pepetto. Pepetto, the little, the little wooden boy that came to life. Such a magical magical charming story and how he was a naughty boy and wanted to hang out with the wasn't well, so naughty but just like peer pressure to hang out with the other boys and uh absolutely <laughs> and i was right there doing that in those days myself in my day of doing it when i saw that movie it, was, it scared me it was a scared me straight type of movie <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're bad your nose is gonna grow long that's right that is absolutely right 
<laughs> and then you get donkey ears, and then you'll get you know lost in the sea inside of a whale. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was kind of like I was because I I do um you know book readings for enchanting book readings podcast, and when I'm reading some of these books from long time ago, I go, wow, these are like really frightening stories for kids. I can't believe we actually read these books. Because... Absolutely, <laughs> they're terrifying. They are absolutely terrifying. Uh, uh, and I didn't know that, you know, and I'm going to sleep and dreaming about every second of it. And, oh, it's great. It was great. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to ask you next. So, um, you're, you're, did you grow up, you grew up in, in Kansas city, right? Uh, uh, your yes, I did. Yeah. So uh, was it like at a, uh, was the theater somewhere you remember? Is it still around, you know, or? You know, I, wow. I don't think that theater's there. I think that's gone. And there's, um, lost where you can live in now, but you know, the newer lost, they've, it's a younger city now than it was when I was there. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I just, I just, when you see movies like Cinema Paradiso, you, you just remember that theater, that theater. Absolutely, room. yeah. There, there is, like, the train station, Union Station in Kansas City is one of my, uh, and it's one of Kansas City's uh, main point places, too, and I was always there. There was always food there. There's a great park across the street with great sculptures, and that's where I used to hang out a lot. And uh, that was great. Oh, wonderful. So I'm going to ask you, so from going from childhood movies, Pinocchio and Looney Tunes, so did you fall in love with a master, a filmmaker, say like one of the um, Criterion movies that is one of your favorites? Um, The artist I fell in love with that I, but he scared me. Um, (laughs) Built, built, I can never pronounce his name, Titulia, Tulia. He was from the Nine Old Men. He was one of the great animators from from back in the forties with the Waltz guys, and he drew this incredible stuff on Fantasia, where the devil just comes out of this smoke and he does all of this fantastic movement. And he did the uh, guy in um, Pinocchio, the fiddler, the the guy that kidnapped Pinocchio. And was you know you you stay with me or I will beat you. It was, it was wonderful stuff, <laughs> and his animation was so big. It was so big and broad, and I had never seen anything like that. And I, I still didn't know I wanted to be an animator, but that sure grabbed me. Boy, that that oof, that somebody could draw that stuff, and you could see it, and it was fabulous. It just grabbed me. <laughs> oh, and what was the name of this film? Um, th- this animation that scared you. The uh, it was Fantasia. A oh, Fantasia. Oh yeah, because like yeah, I, I saw it when I, it just was something to see. I think I was too young to see it the first time I saw it. Uh, I saw it in college quite a bit, and I was fine then. But in, when I was younger, I think I might have been too young <laughs> to go to the movies because that kind of scared me. <laughs> yeah, some films are really scary, and you know. And speaking of, like, you did you say like the the devil? Did you hear about the um the Satan sneakers that sold out in like I don't know second. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. So yes. I mean, I guess wow. I'm in the wrong business um, reading kids' books and writing kids' content. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you'll never find that out over there with kids. <laughs> yeah. So well, there's there's an audience for everyone because there's you know like there's villains in all the movies or there's the obstacle 
or stuff, especially like almost every animation, there's like the bad guy in the in the and the underdog or the good guys or the good, yeah. good people. So right. so at a young age, cartoons and animation are really captured your attention that's amazing and um because you're like you know i'm gonna ask you so you're in uh, you're in kansas city missouri you're watching these uh fantasia looney tunes and pinocchio and did you say i'm gonna write a nice magical story without the scary well you know what i i i was one of those kids that i was drawing every second of the day so i i would lay in front of the TV while every mom and dad and my brother are watching TV and I'm drawing all day. And and one day um, we're watching uh, Wonderful World of Disney, Daddy and I. Mom was in the, doing finishing dinner or something. Wonderful World of Disney was on and they were doing an animation thing about the animators. And uh, it was an animated piece with, you know, the TV animation stuff, Donald Duck. And it was wonderful. And so Daddy said, hey, buddy, and one day you work for Disney. And I said, hey, that's California. We live in Kansas City. It's too far away. We, I, could, I couldn't work there. We, that was the end of that conversation. And look at that. I was about eight years old <laughs> when he said that to me. And look what happened. Wow. Yeah, you wow. you are actually for our audience that um you know not for I'm familiar with Marshall Lee to me I love the name um you were actually <laughs> at Disney for like twenty years. Yeah, I was there about twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, everyone's going, well, how did you go from Kansas City, um, Missouri to, you know, Walt Disney? It, it's I'm from Florida. So what we have world. This is Walt Disneyland. So to working for Disney. I, I, I'll tell this as quickly as I can. <laughs> I bought uh, some friends of mine, about six of us, we decided to buy this movie California, one-way ticket, buy one-way ticket, fly to California. And that's what we were coming out here to find an animation job. This is in 1977. I got here, lived downtown, never saw one palm tree. I thought it was horrible. But I found the address to Ralph Back Animation Studio. I called bus, went there. I talked him into hiring me because he didn't want to see it. The portfolio was full of everything. Since I was two years old. <laughs> so he was looking through it and he said, you know what, the great artist, but I, I, I can't hire you. I said, yes, I can, I can animate. He says, no, you can't. I said, yes, I can't. And we went through that. He said, I'm tired. You're hired because I don't feel like arguing with you anymore. And that was my first animation job. And that turned into a whole lot of different, like working for Filmation. Uh, I did every He-Man episode we did on TV then, but I don't get a credit on that because the assistant animators didn't have credit. So it was a journey through the animation world of getting a job here, getting a job here. I would not go to Disney when I first got here because I didn't want to get disappointed. But I, I feel like Daddy was waiting for me to do it, and he, you know, I, I was scared. I didn't, but eventually I went, and that was at uh, Rescuers Down Under, I did this in and they said, yes, they hired me. And that was it. Wow. I stayed there forever. It, Wait, was, just, so it was great. It was a great journey. Who knew? <laughs> it was great. So I got to ask you, so I want our audience to really hear like how like you knew you were drawing since you were a kid. You had your portfolio. And mind you, it was all hand drawings from your childhood. 
you took a bus from downtown, which were no palm trees. And back then, downtown was kind of like, you know, it wasn't very on the, on the, yeah. on the, on the uh, beautiful eyesight side. So you took a bus and you, where did you go? What was the name of the studio that you, in? Ralph Bakshi Studio. He did a movie back in the 70s called Fritz the Cat. And he did a lot of other things. He was working on a um, movie called uh, Lord of the Rings. He was doing the, one of the, the original Lord of the Rings animated movies. And that was the job he hired me for. Wow. And um, it, it was great. The timing was just great. He needed uh, a bunch of uh, uh, worker bees to do some rotoscoping, which is tracing live action film off of uh, onto paper. And that was he needed. And that was how I got in. That was my in. And from there, I just bounced around from job to job to job and then finally made it to Disney. Oh, wow. That is such a credible journey. So you found this, um, I'm trying to uh, pronounce the name Ralph, the, the Ralph, the, the, the name Ralph of Bakshi, Ralph Bakshi, yes. Ralph Bakshi. And so you mm -hmm. heard that he was hiring for Lord of the Rings. The t It was a TV show back then or a movie back then? It was a movie. It was a movie. Not a very good one, but it was a movie. <laughs> the ones I, I don't like talking about the bad ones. But oh, yeah, it was, a, it was Lord of the Rings. And it was okay. I think it got a little play for, for a while, but I don't believe I got my name on those credits either. And that's kind of how I was learning how to gear my career making sure I get my name on the credits somewhere, you know, even if it's a uh, coffee guy or something, I didn't care. Just yeah. <laughs> my name on the credit. Yeah. And so, so that helped. Yeah. So you started to learn. So it was basically your foot in the door where you were tracing and drawing these things. And uh, which is funny enough, when you talk about Lord of the yeah. Rings, I was just watching behind the scenes with Peter Jackson. Uh, it was, you can find this on YouTube, Lord of the Rings. And it's just so incredible because now there's like the green screens and stuff. So I was wondering, Back then, they didn't even right. have green screens, right? And what? Yeah, we did. We had nothing like that. We did <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah. So, so it was harder back then because you had to draw everything by hand. And then, what did you do with the drawings? You had to upload them to the computers, or? No. Uh, wow. Back then, there was no computer to shoot it. We had film cameras that would shoot one frame at a time, and we take a stack of of, of drawings that were in order and that moved, each one moved, and we would shoot them one frame at a time. Then we would um, make sure it worked. Then you've got to get it put, uh, transferred onto clear acetate instead of paper so that you can ink and paint it. So you, if, how do you get that? You either Xerox it on there or you have people ink the drawings off, trace your drawings, and then you paint on the back of them. <laughs> That's how we did it back in those days. It was <laughs> a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of hours. How many hours do you work a day in an animation? Is it long hours or is it you know long, long? Yeah, we work long hours. But you know what? It, it, there's a lot of love, and I think a lot when you love what you're doing, you you put that extra time into it. So um, it, that helps a lot because you feel good about what you're doing. And I know that the work that I'm doing is going to be seen by a zillion people. So I want to make sure that I'm doing as much as I can. So I feel good about it. Oh, wow. So I just, I'm so happy that you just always were drawing. So it was like your gift to the world is just drawing. And your dad recognized that talent. And he's like, son, you're going to go work for Disney one day. Like what an incredible dad to recognize the talent in his son. 
and you actually made that journey happen. And I bet you your father is so, so pleased. And so you know, he passed away now, but he was alive when I signed my Disney contract. And I called him and told him I signed, I had just signed a, a three-year contract at Disney. And he was so happy. He went straight to the barbershop. I think he stayed at the barbershop about four hours bragging with all his buddies at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're going to have to do uh, like some kind of barber anim animation um, project, an, an homage to your dad or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then, so you, you were, so you bounced around, you said, so, so what um, made you springboard into Disney? How did you know you were ready? Well, I had, I had done Secret of Nim, a movie called The Secret of Nim. I had just finished that movie. And that movie was done with a group of old, Disney animation artists, not old, they had just they escaped. <laughs> and they did The Secret of Nim, and I did that with them. And I did another project with that studio. Um, and man, it was uh, eye opening. So when I heard through my number of folks that I know in the business, they said they're hiring at Disney, I said, okay. There I go. So by that time, I knew how to put a portfolio together, and um, I had I knew how to do it all. I knew the process, and and I, but I learned a whole. Everything changed once I got there. It was like forget what I learned and relearn everything. But um, I thought I knew enough to go and not get turned down, and that's what happened. So they did say yes. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And you've done so many amazing, I mean, you've worked on Hercules. Like how is, is like when you join her, something like Hercules, which seems like masculine and muscles, and then you have like uh, the Smurf, which is blue and cute little cuddly things. Like, is there, is there like, is there fun, uh, like one that's more fun for you or it's your heart and soul? Just uh, do you have a, um, a preference on what you draw or? That's a really good question. I, I, you know, the, I did Rafiki in The Lion King. That was my character. He's mine. Oh, and Rafiki in The Lion that, King? <laughs> that feels like, that's what I like. He, that was the peak for me. Uh, no, it wasn't. Tarzan was the peak. But but that was, that, that was it. That was a fun character. It's the kind of character I've always wanted to have. It, it just was everything <laughs> and that guy was a great one for me that one he changed my life there he just changed oh i love it like rasiki what a wonderful character too he's got guts he's got chutzpah are we allowed to say that he's got soul he's got energy he's got amazing look and you're so incredible at what you do and you said also like tarzan tarzan and, and hercules kind of like uh, a similar except for maybe Hercules has more clothes than Tarzan does, right? <laughs> I, I think, I think, I'm not sure. But yeah, you know, we were kind of doing both slightly at the same time. I was uh, putting together the big crew for Tarzan, but a lot of us were going to help Hercules and making sure Hercules, because we knew that was going to be good and we wanted to make sure it was the best one. And we kept working, and, you know, so we, and then we went back. So it was a, it was a big difference. The character. <laughs> a world of difference. 
Uh, yeah, and then you did Beauty and the Beast. Was that super fun? That's like a, a one of so magical with the the candelabra and the teapot, Mrs. Potts, and and Chip the cup. So cute and inventive, right? They're great. Yeah, it was a wow. What a moment that movie was. I was on the Beast unit. I'm proud to say, and um, working with the great Glenn King, one of the greatest animators on the planet, and um, he taught me so much. And the Beast, there's no character liking, so we were we were kind of drawing in air in the air, character looked like, but we got it together, and it looked great. It yeah. came out great. And you did Aladdin. Love the movie. Oh my gosh, the genie and just the monkey and the flying carpet, so magical. You know, it, it, I love. I did the. I did Aladdin. I was on the Aladdin crew for that, and I had a wonderful time. That was. I had moved up. I was a key at that point. They were giving me entire sequences to work on. But also, I am in the movie. I'm one of the vendors that's chasing the monkey around in the movie. They did a caricature of me and put me in the movie. <laughs> So, so Marshall Lee to May is the vendor in Aladdin. Oh my gosh, that they chase! I love Absolutely. it. I, I got a big beard and I have a lot more weight then. <laughs> but you can tell it's me. You'll see it's me chasing him around. It's me. So oh. it's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. But, I, you know, that's history right there. That'll always be there. <laughs> yeah. Was there any other? Did they um? Put, did you ever get to do voiceovers? Or you just you know that was uh, no kind of no. No, I just, you know, I, I I was all about the drawing and making it the best we could make it. And, and um, I was always at that point. Of it. I, I helped out on things like um, the big uh, jumbo cook in Princess and the Frog. We needed some video reference to get him doing what he was doing. I did a whole lot of video reference for him. So we would do things like that. <laughs> so that we could get what we wanted on the screen. So, uh, yeah. Oh. It was fun. That's so magic. And you've done so many top movies. And I, so I want to ask you, your jump. So now you're independent, right? You've been working independently yes. now. And do you have your own company? Or is it just you're just an independent um, contractor, sort of? And you know, right now I'm just an independent contractor because I'm there's a moment where we're having work in the industry and we like it. And so we're working right now. So I like it. Yeah. And are you allowed to tell people what you're working on or just finishing up? I am in the midst of finishing up Space Jam 2. Oh, Space and, uh, Jam 2. And it's, wow. it's, it's very exciting. And I can tell you that. Um, I have not met LeBron James. I can tell you that for one thing. The other thing I can tell you is we pulled a lot of the artists from the old days in to work on it. And we have people from all over the world that are working on it now. So because we can do it globally and we can we do it on our computer, we can draw it and animate it on our computer just like we could on paper. Now it's become a global thing, and it's just wonderful. It's the world's changing on this movie for me. Everything's changing on Space Jam 2 for me. That's amazing that it's like a global collaboration, and you brought some uh, old-school artists on, on board this project. That is fabulously wonderful. Um, you That's know, great. Because I think the older we get, we're like champagne and vintage wine. The better we, we, the better we are, the better we come, the better artists 
And um, so I want to ask you too, so um, uh, how did like um, green screen and all this modern technology, how do you find that with your being an an, uh, animator? Do you, is it helpful and makes it easier and faster? I hear you. That's a good question. That's a good question to to talk about with folks. I have been a, a paper animator for over 40 years and I have always flipped the paper and drew did my animation on it like you've seen everybody do forever. And here comes the computer stuff. Now, I fought it uh, at the end of Princess and the Frog. That was it. I was done with, with Disney. I went. And, I actually went and art directed a live action movie just to get away from it all. <laughs> but because uh, I, I, I was heartbroken because I didn't think we would be able to draw on paper anymore because it was a computer. But over the years, I have learned how to use this computer. And now on this movie, which is completely done on the Cintiq, as we use, as we call it, I am um, learning so much. So I'm having a great time. I, I didn't think I'd be re-educated, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> So that's wonderful that like um, you can combine modern technology that's disrupting and maybe it helps it to um, make the content a little bit easier or faster or better or save you some time and some hard work because, you know, long hours on your feet and your hands. I know me as a writer, sometimes your hands hurt, your back hurts, you know, sitting down a lot hurts as well. So um, and straining your eyes on the computer so long. So hopefully it will give, give you alleviate some of that pain that you had by by drawing by hand. Yeah, you know, if we, we had a lot of uh, physical issues, John, uh, all those years. You know, we have horrible carpal tunnel um, pro- problems. Uh, a lot of us do. And a lot of folks had to get surgery from it. Wow. Uh, and a, a lot of folks had to end their careers because they couldn't do anything about it in their backs, too. So it, it's not, it sounds like it's a physical job, but it's not. But it, these things happen, you know, because of years of sitting there doing this meticulous work we do so it hurts <laughs> so, so i want to ask where do people um keep up with with marshall lee to can you let us know where they can find your work and see what's coming up next with that you're working on yeah there's i have a couple of, well my main places you know i'm telling you right now that i'm the movie i'm working on so the credits you'll see those later but i have my instagram site which is at marshall to one word Marshall Toomey, one word, at Marshall Toomey. That's my artwork. That's what's going on. I usually have um, something that I've done on there. Like I just finished uh, teaching a master's art academy class in uh, cleanup animation. So that was great. Uh, I really enjoyed that. that. I have a picture on there from that. And a picture of all my other art is on there too. And that's going good. I have like a portrait of Abraham Lincoln at the Lincoln Museum and things like that. So yeah, I'm doing great. I, I'm really enjoying it all. Oh, beautiful. So if somebody wants to take a class for you, like how would they find, um, they would like reach out to you on Instagram or LinkedIn or? You could always reach out to me on Instagram. Definitely. Uh, I answer and talk to artists and people all the time. And make sure you join. <laughs> you follow me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so follow Marshall Tumay uh, at Marshall Tumay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, so is there anything else you want to share with us before? Um... That's it. You know what? 
this is one of those jobs, and Daddy had always told me, you know, make sure you do something you like. So that's why I chose this job. It's that job I love jumping up in the mornings to go to work in. I get up earlier just because I know I can draw early. You know, I love it. I love this feeling. <laughs> I've talked about that for years, and, and I want people to learn to enjoy that stuff. Things have been happening. This is good for everybody. Um, you know, um, I'm happy for everybody. Oh, wonderful. And we just can't wait because I heard that you're going to be looking for a TV project to be pitching. So we look forward to see what you pick and because um, you're going to be doing a, uh, picking a TV animation series pretty yes, soon. Yes, I think that's the next project for me is I, I got to, I'm getting up there in age and I got to get some bucket list, list things done and having my own TV show is one of them. So that's one of the things I want to work on. Yes. Yeah. So, so Disney called call Marshall to me. <laughs> And that writers and animators, let's 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 hear from you and let's make that dream happen. Yeah. And uh, let's do this. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, Marshall, it was wonderful having you on the show, and so excited for you. You've done so spectacular. Uh, some of my favorite movies ever. Just why I want to remember Hercules, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Atlanta, Secret of Nim. Oh my gosh, Tarzan. And once again, it's at Marshall Tumay. Look in the summary. And thanks for listening. And thank you, Marshall, for being on the show today. Thank you so much. This is great. I appreciate it. Goodbye, everybody. Good luck. God bless. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week, stay healthy and safe. And cheers to everyone. Thank you for listening.